0: Section I of the Complaint or Night Thoughts by Edward Young. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Complaint or Night Thoughts Preface As the occasion of this poem was real, not fictitious, so the method pursued in it was rather imposed by what spontaneously arose in the author's mind on that occasion than meditated or designed, which will appear very probable from the nature of it. For it differs from the common mode of poetry which is, from long narrations, to draw short morals. Here, on the contrary, the narrative is short, and the morality arising from it makes the bulk of the poem. The reason of it is that the facts mentioned did naturally pour these moral reflections on the thought of the writer. Night First, On Life, Death, and Immortality To the Right Honorable Arthur Onslow, Esquire, Speaker of the House of Commons Tired Nature's Sweet Restorer, balmy Sleep, he like the world his ready visit pays where fortune smiles the wretched he forsakes swift on his downy pinion flies from woe and lights on lids unsullied with a tear from short as usual and disturbed repose i wake how happy they who wake no more yet that were vain if dreams infest the grave i wake emerging from a sea of dreams tumultuous where my wrecked desponding thought from wave to wave of fancied misery at random drove her helm of reason lost though now restored tis only change of pain a bitter change severer for severe the day too short for my distress and night even in the zenith of her dark domain is sunshine to the color of my fate night sable goddess from her ebon throne in rayless majesty now stretches forth her leaden sceptre o'er a slumbering world silence how dead and darkness how profound nor eye nor listening ear an object finds creation sleeps tis as the general pulse of life stood still and nature made a pause an awful pause prophetic of her end and let her prophecy be soon fulfilled fate drop the curtain i can lose no more silence and darkness solemn sisters twins from ancient night who nurse the tender thought to reason and on reason build resolve that column of true majesty in man assist me i will thank you in the grave the grave your kingdom there this frame shall fall a victim sacred to your dreary shrine but what are ye thou who didst put to flight primeval silence when the morning stars exulting shouted o'er the rising ball O thou, whose word from solid darkness struck that spark, the sun, strike wisdom from my soul, my soul which flies to thee, her trust, her treasure, as misers to their gold, while others rest. Through this opaque of nature and of soul, this double night, transmit one pitying ray to lighten and to cheer. O lead my mind, a mind that fain would wander from its woe, lead it through various scenes of life and death, and from each scene the noblest truths inspire nor less inspire my conduct than my song teach my best reason reason my best will teach rectitude and fix my firm resolve wisdom to wed and pay her long arrear nor let the phial of thy vengeance poured on this devoted head be poured in vain the bell strikes one we take no note of time but from its loss to give it then a tongue is wise in man as if an angel spoke I feel the solemn sound. If heard aright, it is the knell of my departed hours. Where are they? With the years beyond the flood. It is the signal that demands dispatch. How much is to be done? My hopes and fears start up alarmed, And o'er life's narrow verge look down. On what? A fathomless abyss, a dread eternity, How surely mine! And can eternity belong to me, Poor pensioner on the bounties of an hour? How poor, how rich, how abject, how august, How complicate, how wonderful is man. How passing wonder he who made him such, Who centred in our make such strange extremes, From different natures marvellously mixed, Connection exquisite of distant worlds, Distinguished link in being's endless chain, Midway from nothing to the Deity, A beam ethereal, sullied and absorbed, Though sullied and dishonored, still divine, Dim miniature of greatness absolute, An air of glory, A frail child of dust. Helpless immortal, Insect infinite, A worm, a god, I tremble at myself, And in myself am lost. At home a stranger, Thought wanders up and down, Surprised, aghast, And wondering at her own, How reason reels. Oh, what a miracle to man is man, Triumphantly distressed, What joy, what dread, Alternately transported and alarmed what can preserve my life or what destroy an angel's arm can't snatch me from the grave legions of angels can't confine me there tis past conjecture all things rise in proof while o'er my limbs sleep's soft dominion spread what though my soul fantastic measures trod o'er fairy fields or mourned along the gloom of pathless woods or down the craggy steep hurled headlong swam with pain the mantled pool or scaled the cliff Or danced on hollow winds with antic shapes, wild natives of the brain. Her ceaseless flight, though devious, speaks her nature of subtler essence than the trodden clod. Active, aerial, towering, unconfined, unfettered with her gross companions fall. Even silent night proclaims my soul immortal. Even silent night proclaims eternal day. For human weal, heaven husbands all events. Dull sleep instructs, nor sport vain dreams in vain why then their loss deplore that are not lost why wanders wretched thought their tombs around in infidel distress are angels there slumbers raked up in dust ethereal fire they live they greatly live a life on earth unkindled unconceived and from an eye of tenderness let heavenly pity fall on me more justly numbered with the dead this is the desert this the solitude how populous how vital is the grave this is creation's melancholy vault the veil funereal the sad cypress gloom the land of apparitions empty shades all all on earth is shadow all beyond is substance the reverse is folly's creed how solid all where change shall be no more this is the bud of being the dim dawn the twilight of our day the vestibule life's theatre as yet is shut and death strong death alone can heave the massy bar This gross impediment of clay remove, And make us embryos of existence free, From real life, but little more remote as he, Not yet a candidate for light, The future embryo, slumbering in his sire. Embryos we must be, till we burst the shell, Yon ambient azure shell, and spring to life, The life of gods, O transport, and of man. Yet man, fool man, here buries all his thoughts, Inters celestial hopes without one sigh, prisoner of earth and pent beneath the moon here pinions all his wishes winged by heaven to fly it infinite and reach it there where seraphs gather immortality on life's fair tree fast by the throne of god what golden joys ambrosial clustering glow in his full beam and ripen for the just where momentary ages are no more where time and pain and chance and death expire and is it in the flight of threescore years to push eternity from human thought and smother souls immortal in the dust a soul immortal spending all her fires wasting her strength in strenuous idleness thrown into tumult raptured or alarmed at aught the scene can threaten or indulge resembles ocean into tempest rot to waft a feather or to drown a fly where falls this censure it o'erwhelms myself how was my heart encrusted by the world oh how self-fettered was my grovelling soul how like a worm was i wrapped round and round in silken thought which reptile fancy spun till darkened reason lay quite clouded o'er with soft conceit of endless comfort here nor yet put forth her wings to reach the skies night visions may befriend as sung above our waking dreams are fatal how i dreamed of things impossible could sleep do more of joys perpetual and perpetual change of stable pleasures on the tossing wave eternal sunshine in the storms of life how richly were my noontide trances hung with gorgeous tapestries of pictured joys joy behind joy in endless perspective till at death's toll whose restless iron tongue calls daily for his millions at a meal starting i woke and found myself undone where now my frenzy's pompous furniture the cobwebbed cottage with its ragged wall of mouldering mud is royalty to me the spider's most attenuated thread is cord is cable to man's tender tie on earthly bliss it breaks at every breeze o ye blessed scenes of permanent delight full above measure lasting beyond bound a perpetuity of bliss is bliss could you so rich in rapture fear an end that ghastly thought would drink up all your joy and quite unparadise the realms of light safe are you lodged above these rolling spheres the baleful influence of whose giddy dance sheds sad vicissitude on all beneath here teems with revolutions every hour and rarely for the better or the best more mortal than the common births of fate each moment has its sickle emulous of time's enormous scythe, whose ample sweep strikes empires from the root Each moment plays his little weapon in the narrower sphere of sweet domestic comfort and cuts down the fairest bloom of sublunary bliss. Bliss. Sublunary bliss. Proud words and vain. Implicit treason to divine decree. A bold invasion of the rights of heaven. I clasped the phantoms and I found them air. Oh, had I waited ere my fond embrace. What darts of agony had missed my heart? Death great proprietor of all tis thine to tread out empire and to quench the stars the sun himself by thy permission shines and one day thou shalt pluck him from his sphere amid such mighty plunder why exhaust thy partial quiver on a mark so mean why thou peculiar rancour wreaked on me insatiate archer could not one suffice thy shaft flew thrice and thrice my peace was slain and thrice ere thrice young moon had filled her horn o oh, cynthia why so pale dost thou lament thy wretched neighbour Grieved to see thy wheel of ceaseless change outworld in human life how wanes my borrowed bliss from fortune's smile precarious courtesy not virtue sure self-given solar ray of sound delight in every varied posture place and hour how widowed every thought of every joy thought busy thought too busy for my peace through the dark postern of time long lapsed led softly by the stillness of the night led like a murderer and such it proves strays wretched rover or the pleasing past in quest of wretchedness perversely strays and finds all desert now and meets the ghosts of my departed joys a numerous train i rue the riches of my former fate sweet comforts blasted clusters i lament i trembled at the blessings once so dear and every pleasure pains me to the heart yet why complain or why complain for one hangs out the sun his lustre but for me the single man are angels all beside i mourn for millions tis the common lot in this shape or in that has fate entailed the mother's throes on all of woman born not more the children than sure heirs of pain war famine pest volcano storm and fire intestine broils oppression with her heart wrapped up in triple brass besiege mankind god's image disinherited of day here plunged in mines forgets a sun was made there beings deathless as their haughty lord are hammered to the galling oar for life and plough the winter's wave and reap despair some for hard masters broken under arms in battle lopped away with half their limbs beg bitter bread through realms their valour saved if so the tyrant or his minion doom want an incurable disease fell pair on hopeless multitudes remorseless seize at once and make a refuge of the grave how groaning hospitals eject their dead what numbers groan for sad admission there what numbers once in fortune's lap high fed solicit the cold hand of charity to shock us more solicit it in vain ye silken sons of pleasure since in pains ye rue more modish visits visit here and breathe from your debauch give and reduce surfeit's dominion over you but so great your impudence you blush at what is right happy did sorrow seize on such alone not prudence can defend or virtue save disease invades the chastest temperance and punishment the guiltless and alarm through thickest shades pursues the fond of peace man's caution often into danger turns and his guard falling crushes him to death not happiness itself makes good her name our very wishes give us not our wish how distant oft the thing we dote on most from that for which we dote felicity the smoothest course of nature has its pains and truest friends through error wound our rest without misfortune what calamities and what hostilities without a foe nor are foes wanting to the best on earth but endless is the list of human ills and sighs might sooner fail than cause to sigh A part, how small of the terraqueous globe is tenanted by man the rest a waste rocks deserts frozen seas and burning sands wild haunts of monsters poisons stings and death such is earth's melancholy map but far more sad this earth is a true map of man so bounded are its haughty lords delights to woe's wide empire deep troubles toss loud sorrows howl envenomed passions bite ravenous calamities our vital seas, and threatening fate wide opens to devour what then am i who sorrow for myself in age in infancy from others aid is all our hope to teach us to be kind that nature's first last lesson to mankind the selfish heart deserves the pain it feels more generous sorrow while it sinks exalts and conscious virtue mitigates the pang nor virtue more than prudence bids me give swollen thought a second channel who divide they weaken too the torrent of their grief take then o world thy much indebted tear how sad a sight is human happiness to those whose thought can pierce beyond an hour o thou whate'er thou art whose heart exalts wouldst thou i should congratulate thy fate i know thou wouldst thy pride demands it from me let thy pride pardon what thy nature needs the salutary censure of a friend thou happy wretch by blindness thou art blest by dotage dandled to perpetual smiles no smiler at thy peril art thou pleased thy pleasure is the promise of thy pain misfortune like a creditor severe but rises in demand for her delay she makes a scourge of past prosperity to sting thee more and double thy distress lorenzo fortune makes her court to thee thy fond heart dances while the siren sings dear is thy welfare think me not unkind i would not damp but to secure thy joys think not that fear is sacred to the storm stand on thy guard against the smiles of fate is heaven tremendous in its frowns most sure and in its favors formidable too its favors here are trials not rewards a call to duty not discharged from care AND SHOULD ALARM US FULL AS MUCH AS WOES, AWAKE US TO THEIR CAUSE AND CONSEQUENCE, OR OUR SCANT CONDUCT GIVE A JEALOUS EYE, AND MAKE US TREMBLE, WEIGHED WITH OUR DESERT. AH NATURE'S TUMULT, AND CHASTISE HER JOYS, LEST WHILE WE CLASP WE KILL THEM, NAY, INVERT TO WORSE THAN SIMPLE MISERY THEIR CHARMS. REVOLTED JOYS, LIKE FOES IN CIVIL WAR, LIKE BOSOM FRIENDSHIPS TO RESENTMENT SOURED, WITH RAGE AND VENOMED RISE AGAINST OUR PEACE beware what earth calls happiness beware all joys but joys that never can expire who builds on less than an immortal base fond as he seems condemns his joys to death mine died with thee philander thy last sigh dissolved the charm the disenchanted earth lost all her lustre where her glittering towers her golden mountains where all darkened darken down to naked waste a dreary vale of tears the great magician's dead thou poor pale piece of outcast earth in darkness what a change from yesterday thy darling hope so near long-laboured prize oh how ambition flushed thy glowing cheek ambition truly great of virtuous praise death's subtle seed within sly treacherous miner working in the dark smiled at thy well-concerted scheme and beckoned the worm to riot on that rose so red unfaded ere it fell one moment's prey man's foresight is conditionally wise lorenzo wisdom into folly turns oft the first instant its idea fair to labouring thought is born how dim are i the present moment terminates our sight clouds thick as those on doomsday drown the next we penetrate we prophecy in vain time is dealt out by particles and each ere mingled with the streaming sands of life by fate's inviolable oath is sworn deep silence where eternity begins by nature's law what may be may be now there's no prerogative in human hours in human hearts what bolder thought can rise than man's presumption on to-morrow's dawn where is to-morrow in another world for numbers this is certain the reverse is sure to none and yet on this perhaps this peradventure infamous for lies as on a rock of adamant we build our mountain hopes Spin out eternal schemes, as we, the fatal sisters, could outspin and big with life's futurities expire. Not even Philander had bespoke his shroud, nor had he cause. A warning was denied. How many fall as sudden, not as safe? As sudden, though for years admonished home of human ills, the last extreme beware, beware, Lorenzo! A slow, sudden death. How dreadful that deliberate surprise! Be wise today, 'tis Tis madness to defer. NEXT DAY THE FATAL PRECEDENT WILL PLEAD, THUS ON, TILL WISDOM IS PUSHED OUT OF LIFE, PROCRASTINATION IS THE THIEF OF TIME, YEAR AFTER YEAR IT STEALS, TILL ALL ARE FLED, AND TO THE MERCIES OF A MOMENT LEAVES THE VAST CONCERNS OF AN ETERNAL SCENE. IF NOT SO FREQUENT, WOULD NOT THIS BE STRANGE? THAT TIS SO FREQUENT, THIS IS STRANGER STILL. OF MAN'S MIRACULOUS MISTAKES, THIS BEARS THE PALM, THAT ALL MEN ARE ABOUT TO LIVE, FOREVER ON THE BRINK OF BEING BORN all pay themselves the compliment to think they one day shall not drivel and their pride on this reversion takes up ready praise at least their own their future selves applaud how excellent that life they ne'er will lead time lodged in their own hands is folly's veils that lodged in fates to wisdom they consign the thing they can't but purpose they postpone tis not in folly not to scorn a fool and scarce in human wisdom to do more all promises poor dilatory man and that through every stage when young indeed in full content we sometimes nobly rest unanxious for ourselves and only wish as dutious sons our fathers were more wise at thirty man suspects himself a fool knows it at forty and reforms his plan at fifty chides his infamous delay pushes his prudent purpose to resolve in all the magnanimity of thought resolves and re resolves then dies the same and why because he thinks himself immortal all men think all men mortal but themselves themselves when some alarming shock of fate strikes through their wounded hearts the sudden dread but their hearts wounded like the wounded air soon close where past the shaft no trace is found as from the wing no scar the sky retains the parted wave no furrow from the keel so dies in human hearts the thought of death even with the tender tear which nature sheds or those we love we drop it in their grave can i forget philander that were strange o oh, my full heart but should i give it vent the longest night the longer far would fail and the lark listen to my midnight song the sprightly lark shrill matin wakes the morn grief sharpest thorn hard pressing on my breast i strive with wakeful melody to cheer the sullen gloom sweet philomel like thee and call the stars to listen every star is death to mine enamored of thy lay yet be not vain there are who thine excel and charm through distant ages wrapped in shade prisoner of darkness to the silent hours how often i repeat their rage divine to lull my griefs and steal my heart from woe i roll their raptures but not catch their fire dark though not blind like thee Manides, or milton thee ah could i reach your strain or his who made Manides our own man too he sung immortal man i sing oft bursts my song beyond the bounds of life what now but immortality can please oh had he pressed his theme pursued the track which opens out of darkness into day or had he mounted on his wing of fire soared where i sink and sung immortal man how had it blessed mankind and rescued me? End of section one.